You're listening to the On The Go With VAO News Podcast for the week ending January 6th, 2017. Hello and welcome to the podcast, a weekly recap of the top headlines from the daily acquisition news. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Dara Curran, content developer and news writer. The Office of Management and Budget has tasked federal agencies with developing plans to prepare for and respond to a breach of personally identifiable information, or PII for short. The January 3rd memorandum specifically includes a section addressing policies related to contracts, contractors, and grantees. If you have a contractor collecting or maintaining such information for your agency, or a vendor is using or operating an information system that has truck with PII on behalf of your agency, you will need to include terms in the contract that reflect any actions you need to take for breach recovery or prevention. Minimum terms should include cooperating and exchanging information with agency officials if there is a suspected or confirmed breach properly encrypting PII, and if there is an actual or suspected incident, maintaining capabilities that will help determine what federal information was or could have been compromised, by whom, when, and how the breach occurred. Of course, as with other reporting requirements, no one is getting blamed simply because a breach occurred. This is a key aspect of making sure people do not keep a suspected problem under wraps. Further details and the memorandum itself can easily be accessed in our news coverage, linked on the page where you downloaded the podcast. PII plans are due to OMB by July 2nd. This guidance is apparently coming a bit late for the poor Department of Defense. A report this week noted that at least 11 gigabytes of military healthcare personnel data was inadvertently leaked by a Booz Allen Hamilton subcontractor, Potomac Healthcare Solutions. A misconfigured server exposed the data, mostly on physical and mental health support staff, including their social security numbers, pay rates, and security clearance levels. The leak has been corrected and Booz Allen Hamilton is investigating. The Department of the Treasury has released the prompt payment interest rate for the next six months. For January 1st through June 30th, 2017, the rate is 2.5% per year. As a reminder, any agency that fails to pay a business by the required payment date must pay this penalty, regardless of whether the business itself requested it. The penalty is calculated using the interest rate that was in effect at the time the agency accrued the obligation to pay. How much do the rules and regulations of government cost? Well, according to a draft annual report from OMB on fiscal 2015 figures, 21 major executive agency rules for the year delivered benefits of nearly $48 billion annually and cost just under $7 billion. Seems at first blush like a decent trade-off, but according to the policy director of the Competitive Enterprise Institute think tank, those numbers omit most of the 3,300-some rules issued in fiscal 2015. Institute Policy Director Clyde Cruz contends only 36% of major rules, and less than half a percent of all final rules, received cost analysis, and OMB also did not account for the costs of agency guidance documents and memoranda. The Institute's own analysis suggests regulatory costs of $1.9 trillion annually. 
Federal workforce battle lines are starting to be drawn as the presidential transition draws near. For their part, federal agencies are working hard to staff up open position in case President-elect Donald Trump follows up on a campaign pledge to institute a federal hiring freeze. 8,000 more positions were posted to the USAjobs.gov website in November and December of 2016, compared to the same period the prior year. Since the election, the time period for hiring new full-time workers has dropped from 6 to 12 months to just 2 to 3 weeks. Certain agencies also directed their HR personnel to cancel year-end holiday vacations in order to process paperwork and make offers to new hires. OMB confirmed it had put into effect a December 7th moratorium on hiring within the Senior Executive Service, consistent with prior administrative transitions. Meanwhile, House lawmakers have resuscitated a provision called the Holman Rule that would allow amendments to appropriations bills to cut a specific federal program or even the jobs of specific federal employees by slashing their salaries to as low as $1 or eliminating the positions altogether. Some members of Congress have previously expressed frustration at the difficulty of ridding the government of poor performers, and the measure would, supporters say, allow for greater performance accountability. That's all for this week. Tune in again next Friday, January 13th, to catch up on the latest developments from the Daily Acquisition News. Goodbye.